Hey guys, welcome to Crime Castle. I am gonna give out a spoiler alert warning right now for the Natalia Gray series. I finally finished it and I just wanted to give a really quick update or I guess just kind of give my thoughts a little bit. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I would first of all recommend watching it just because it's pretty... I'm just kind of shocked at the way that it ended. I feel a little bamboozled, I will be honest. But Okay, spoiler alert, I will give out what happened, so watch out. All right, so basically, I feel like, you know, it was all making sense. Everything was, you know, it all made sense. She obviously had to have gone through some trauma. She did, we know this. I mean, just purely on the fact that she was adopted, boom, right there, you got some trauma, you know, uh, that she had to deal with and she's a small child she's got a lot of pain boom right there more trauma I mean if you have any kind of chronic pain then you know then you know like I don't know how to explain to you because that chronic pain is just so mm, I, I don't know. It's very traumatic. It's it's a, it's a lot to deal with. It, it really, truly is. And so, you know, she's got her disability um, and chronic pain. She's in pain. She's got all these people that aren't caring for her. Uh, she's got, you know, she's just being, what would it be? Abandoned left and right. So her behavior was never going to be normal, quote unquote normal. Because she is a little bit disturbed, you know, she just is. I mean, it's impossible. You're not going to come out of everything she went through without some some scars. You know what I mean? Like, there's just it's impossible. So for that's what kind of bothered me was these people were oh, she, you know, she she was holding a knife at my at my bed. It's like the, then the first thing you should do is try to figure out what's going on and help her have some compassion and and you know be there for her, not think that she's trying to murder you and your family. Uh, and push her away and, and abandon her again, right? Anyway, so and everything was making sense. I was like, I get this. You know, I, I understand. This makes sense. This is what I thought. It, everything was kind of going with, my, with everything that I agreed with. But then the way that it ended was basically that her... So she was then... After she left the Barnetts, she went to this new family, the man's family. And the father, he's a pastor... And the whole time he's hyping her up, I will say, um, when she sits down to talk to Michael, you know, he's outside talking with her, praying with her, telling her, this is what you need. This is, this is what it is. You're doing great. You know, congratulations. Like, you know, you're, you got this, you know, uh, whatever. So... And I'm going to be honest with you, the second I saw him do that, the first confrontation she had with Michael, they're outside the house, and he's screaming and, and praying, screaming. He's, he's screaming his prayers. Honestly, for me, that was a red flag, but I didn't want to judge because some people are very passionate about their religion and everything, so I kind of was just like, whatever, you know, maybe it's just he's just feeling very passionate or whatever. So I tried to not judge him. <laughs> but okay, so at the end, it ended with, I don't know, it said something like six months after 
six months after the, you know, we finished the series, we got this, we got this voicemail or something like that. Ugh, you guys, I'm so sorry. I have like the memory of a goldfish lately. And so they, they, they share the message and basically it's her new, oh, because it ended right with her even changing her name. She legally changed her name to the, to man's. So she's no longer associated with the Barnett's. She's like, you know, we're a family now. It's official. I can finally shed this, this family, you know, that's caused me so much trauma. I don't have to, you know, be associated with them anymore, blah, blah, blah. So now she's, now she's fully part of this new family that she's been with and all this stuff and they have nothing but good things to say about her you know they did say that she she did have some you know behavior here and there that was a little bit not great but nothing uh nothing too crazy nothing you know nothing i wouldn't say anything to be too concerned about and they said they the way they said it was what i was saying right they were like yeah you know she 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 did have some behavior but of course it's expected and and whatever and they had compassion for her and whatever she was okay so at the end the voicemail is him her new father right the pastor telling her telling the producers i guess i am done with her you don't know what she did. This is this is unbelievable. She has she has, um, you know, uh, what it, I, I don't know exactly what he said, but basically he was just saying she did some something really bad, and he's like, "There's more stuff too. There's more stuff." He's saying, and it's like what, and um, it just ended with basically them kind of the show's kind of you know hinting at. Ooh, maybe the Barnetts were right. Maybe she is crazy. Maybe um, she is this violent, crazy, criminal person. To be honest, I think this is 100% my just speculation. I feel like maybe this pastor man likes attention. Uh, just the way he jumped in so many times throughout the documentary. I mean, every time he was there, he made himself known. Let's just put it that way. Every time that he was there, he made sure he was a part of it somehow. Um, which goes back to what I was saying earlier when like, you know, he's at first, he's kind of telling her, you know, let you know, go in there, be confront him. You know, you deserve to know the truth and you deserve to have, uh, answers and and all these things right and then he goes into the prayer and he starts like screaming the prayer and it's you know it's very shocking like whoa like where is this coming from it was very dramatic uh and then you know when she's talking to michael he cuts in there at some point like you do not talk about the lord like that and 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 I just figure, like, why are you getting involved in this conversation? Even if he is talking that way or whatever, it wasn't your place to even say anything. They're filming something. They're also having a conversation that's very important and private. Obviously, it's not that private because, you know, it's being recorded. But, but you know, it was it, they're having a conversation. And he just jumped in there. And then that prompted a whole big scuffle. And Michael leaves and, you know, all this stuff. Right? And it was like, whoa. And then he starts arguing with 
Michael's lawyer, I think. So it was just like, he seemed very in need of attention. Um, like he was able to always, like I said, put the focus on him. So, so my speculation is, sorry, I just hit the mic. The, 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 my speculation is that it could be something, for example, that maybe he wanted, there might've been some kind of a, a financial deal some kind of a, a exclusive or you know some some kind of documentary movie who knows who knows but something where maybe natalia felt used and because i could i could see that easily happening where maybe they're excited they want to tell the story and it could have been even pure intentions who knows you know but I can see her like wanting to have this family where she feels safe and protected and then any kind of maybe she's hypersensitive to it which I think she has a right to of course but maybe she just felt oh you guys are just using me for money you're just using me for the story you now or maybe she thinks oh you change i don't know who knows but maybe she felt used this is again i'm just this is just what's logical to me my first thoughts and so then she probably got angry i can only assume maybe she doesn't know i don't know maybe it escalated who knows it got to the point where it got ugly period it just probably got ugly and now the man's family is angry um i'm sure she is too obviously but they're angry maybe they feel like they want to get ahead of her or something you know maybe they feel they want to take control of the situation and, and, and the narrative and everything so they contacted the producers who knows i don't know um but i do think you know obviously it had to be something pretty pretty major happened between them in order for him to call and say what he said so they definitely left it on a huge cliffhanger i don't think that it's what they're you know they're kind of playing it up like i said like oh maybe natalia is crazy maybe she is dangerous i don't think it's that i think it's something else and obviously they have to want leave you wanting more i would say and they did because wow i'm i after that i was like oh i need another episode <laughs> you know um what happens next but yeah it's that's how it ended and it was just like whoa like what happened i just i would love to know it's, it's very just because um i think it's messed up again you know regardless i just feel like she was abandoned so many times and this feels like another abandonment which is not fair for her and it would only do further damage it would it would do further damage of course to her psychologically um, so it, yeah um i don't know those are my thoughts just right off the gate out of the gate like like whoa you know just it was i felt like it was all going in a rational direction making sense even her and michael left off i feel in a pretty good space i would say although oh i do want to say too my initial thoughts are i think michael's trying to manipulate her uh sorry how can i put it you guys 
I had, this is totally side note, off topic completely. I had surgery and you know, when you have surgery, they intubate you because you're under anesthesia, right? And so anyway, so when you, they intubate you, you're gonna have some discomfort, maybe a little bit of pain in your throat afterwards, right? Normal. You guys, the hospital left me bleeding. My throat was bleeding uh, after, like a day after I looked. At first, I didn't, I didn't even bother to look just because I said, like, like I said, you you expect to have some pain. Um, you know your your that bell in the back of your throat, the uvula. It was extremely swollen and it was black. It was so bruised, it was black. Uh, yeah, it just looked like, I don't even know how to describe it. It just, it was, did not look good. Uh, the roof of my mouth, like the back of my throat, the roof, if that makes sense, was very um, red, raw looking. Anyway, I don't want to get graphic, whatever, but long story short i'm about let's see five days six days five like five days out from the surgery i cannot swallow it hurts i mean it feels like i'm swallowing nails almost it's not just it's not just one spot it's my like whole mouth like the roof of my mouth hurts really bad the back of my throat hurts I can't, it's almost like having strep throat, but different. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like that intense of a, you ever had strep throat? It's pretty painful. Uh, when you swallow, it's like that, but constant. Like it's, it, it's hurting the whole time, even if I don't swallow. But then when I swallow, even if it's just water, it hurts. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, is that normal? Has anybody else had that happen? Cause I Googled it and you know, sometimes, sometimes when you Google, they make it seem like you're going to die, you know, it's, so it's pretty extreme what I saw on Google. I did go back to the hospital. They basically told me, oh, you had, yeah, there's trauma, it's injured, but it'll heal, you'll be okay. They made it like it's not that big of a deal, basically. Gave me some Tylenol, said you'll be fine. Uh, but on Google, it was kind of like, they made it seem like more of a big deal. So I'm just wondering... If anybody else has had this happen, because it's so, like, even just talking right now hurts. Okay, anyway, sorry, that was my sidebar, just if anybody happens to, yeah, oh, just, just email me if you can, like, crimecastlepod at gmail.com, email me, tell me, yeah, this happened to me, and this is what you could do, or something, I don't know, I don't know, I just, this just doesn't seem normal to me, but anyway, back to Michael, I think Michael, so his whole thing was, which, yeah, you could, so he was trying to take a lot of responsibility off of himself. He was saying the whole thing was Christine. It was her, it was her, it was her, it was her. I was just along for the ride is basically what he was saying. And, you know, I was being abused too. So, you know, I'm sorry for what I did, but, you know, she was controlling me basically. She, and he kept saying, you and I had the same monster. And it felt like very minimal. Like he was trying to minimize his role and trying to say, you know, this isn't my fault. You know, I didn't do anything wrong kind of a thing. Um, he's very aware of the laws. He didn't want to talk about certain things, especially her, her age change and all that. He didn't want to touch that subject at all. He seems like he's aware of statute of limitations on certain things. Um, so this man is not dumb, which is fine. You know, you have a right to protect yourself and all that, all of that. You know, you don't, it, 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 it's obviously very serious things and 
I wouldn't say just put yourself into harm's way. However, I feel like he's setting himself up. He well, okay. He basically admitted. He said, which is really messed up on her part. So Christine apparently took the two youngest boys, and he hasn't seen them in since I think he said since two thousand and fourteen. So basically, he's powerless against her. She she's very smart. She seems very conniving, very smart. Just from what they're saying, of course. Uh, well, obviously. Also, it's just based off everything he did. They did with Natalia. I guess there is some proof of that, right? But, but anyway, so I think he he said something along the lines of, "I can't do anything to her by myself," or something like that, insinuating, in my opinion, I need help to take her down. You and I should team up along with these other people. He's, like he's trying to gather troops so that he can go against her and take her down. That's what I'm seeing from the small little comments that he made here and there. I think he wants to get on her good graces. I think he was smart enough to not ask that of her right away. But I saw him... In my opinion, planting a few seeds of, 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 you know, those little comments of I can't do it by myself. It's gonna, he says, oh, he says it's going to take a miracle. And so, you know, I think he's, he's definitely planting some seeds there. He would like to, I think he pretty much admitted that, you know, he would like to take her down. Um, but obviously he knows he can't do it alone. So, sorry, I just have to drink something and then it hurts. And so if you keep hearing, I'm really sorry. Okay, so yeah, so so I do think he was manipulating her in that sense. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing, to be honest, because she should be taken down, I think. She did a lot of horrible things. And it's actually crazy to me that nobody really has been held responsible. The, the whole name, not the name change, the uh, age change is insane. And I think the judge should also be held accountable because how do you... They had a whole bunch of uh, written documents and things that said she was a child. Everything was consistent. Multiple doctors said the exact same age ranges that she was, and yet you have this one judge take one letter from their family friend doctors, say, yeah, she is, I don't even know where they got 22 from. And he just changes her age, and they put her to live on her own. Uh, somebody who is, even if, she, which is also insane too, because even though she's on her uh, let's say she's of legal age. Let's say she was 22 years old. She couldn't live alone. She couldn't climb those stairs where they put her in that apartment. You know, she couldn't. She couldn't do these things. She can't even hold on to something properly. Her fingers don't fold normal. And so, for her to be living on her own now, obviously we know she was like nine, which is insane. But you know, to but just her disabilities on their own, it was was it's not fair for her to be there you know for her to be alone uh, it's just 
I just feel the judge was very irresponsible for doing that. Anyway, those are my my initial thoughts after watching the whole thing. I cannot believe they ended it the way that they did. Especially because it did seem very prone. Natalia seemed it was very on her side. And so for them to put that in at the end was very unexpected. Very shocking for sure. I would, uh, I would like to know more about that. What happened, but I guess we gotta wait for season three. Just so you know, uh, I didn't know that, but season one is more Michael's side of the story. Season two is Natalia's side of the story. So I thought it was just like this one documentary. I didn't know that they had already come out earlier with with Michael's side. So I actually haven't seen his whole thing. I've only seen a few episodes of season one. But yeah, it's very, very interesting case for many reasons. I think that even if you're not that into true crime, you'd probably you'd probably enjoy it. I was I was kind of recapping it to my parents. My mom's not that into true. My dad is. My mom is not into true crime, and she was seemed more invested in the story than my dad did. So um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting case, just because of I guess all the man, all the manipulation and and. I think a lot of people thought it was interesting at first because of the is she is she twenty two or is she not twenty two? I felt like that was the whole thing, and it's like clearly she wasn't, and I don't think that that's what even makes this case interesting. It's 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 not it's just not of interest. It's stupid to me. What's interesting is just everything else. You know how these people act. Michael himself is so interesting to watch. I wish also they got Christine to talk. She's smart enough not to. But I wish we could get more of her too, just to gauge almost who is this person? Is she really as manipulative as she seems or she's coming off being portrayed as? It's just interesting. It's an interesting set of people. Like I said, the pastor himself seems very similar to Michael, in my opinion, in many ways. Like, they both seem very, I like attention. I thrive on, you know, these certain, I don't know, they just seem, like, very similar to me in so many ways. And, yeah, yeah. so, anyway, that's it for the Natalia Grace case. I recommend you watch it. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to say something because I kind of, when I did the episode prior, it was just, I hadn't watched the whole thing. I hadn't, I don't even think I had watched half yet. Uh, so, yeah, definitely watch it. Anyway, email me, crimecastlepod at gmail.com. Let me know, guys, if any of you have had this sort of injury to your throat from intubation. Let me know. Um, the only thing that really feels good is putting some ice in some water and uh, kind of just sipping on that feels pretty good. Anything besides that just truly feels like I'm swallowing nails. And yeah, it just really hurts. So if anybody has had that happen to them, let me know what I can do to feel better or how long it took them to heal. 
Because I'll be honest, by now I thought I would be feeling much better and it almost feels worse today than it did a few days ago. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, you can check out my Twitter if you would like. I call it Twitter still. X just sounds weird. Check out my ex. It sounds like you're talking about an ex-boyfriend or something. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I'm rambling. Thanks for listening. Bye.